Hi humans and welcome to Happier and Healthier with Hannah. This is Hannah and today we're appreciating the importance of understanding that a health journey is super individual and not cookie cutter. We're touching on the role your values play in shaping how your own health journey should be approached and how they can help you find balance. So step one in any health journey or in any journey really is of course determining your goals and getting crystal clear on what it is you're actually trying to accomplish. A health journey can, of course, take on many shapes and different people have different goals. But for the sake of this episode, I'll use the one that I most commonly see to draw examples from, which is, of course, wanting to lose fat and build muscle. So let's say the general goal is a lean physique, right? Now, a goal can go deeper than that by pinpointing if that is to feel a certain way or is it to look a certain way or is it to compete in something like a bodybuilding competition I'll just stick to the broader goal of a leaner physique for the episode. So again, that is just fat loss and muscle gain. There are multiple ways and timelines to get to that goal of a leaner physique. You can go low fat, you can go keto, you can be in an intense calorie deficit, or you can just focus on cutting out only a few calories at a time. You can take not so natural or not so healthy supplements. You can get surgery done, or you can choose to fix your sleep, make small changes to your nutrition, build small habits, and start incorporating some movement into your day. The possibilities truly are endless, and so are the timelines as a result. And the problem a lot of people encounter is that they set such unrealistic timelines and methods that do not align with who they truly are, what they value, and what they're willing to do. Some people want to lose weight naturally and make intense progress in three months without putting in intense work and are then frustrated and disappointed when three months pass and they don't see the results. Two exact same bodies could want to lose the exact same amount of fat, for example, but one of them is perfectly okay grinding really intensely and hyper-focusing on that goal for three months, but the other person doesn't have that level of strictness and and might need more room for freedom and treats. Person A is more than happy to train five to six times a week, do 20 minutes of cardio after almost every workout, eat in a 500 calorie deficit and only eat out once every other week or whatever and track every calorie and macro, and macro sorry, so meticulously. But person B may have a busier schedule or simply can't get themselves to trade more than twice a week. They only get into a 200 calorie deficit and are looser with tracking their calories and macros because it makes them anxious to be overly meticulous with it. And they feel really left out if they don't join their friends for dinner out at least once a week, maybe twice. These two people then need very different timelines to achieve the same exact goal, assuming again that they had the same exact bodies. That is why it is so important to know your values and your priorities and use them to set goals that are realistic. You need to be clear on what it is you are and are not willing to do. Let's get personal with an example of my own journey. I lost about 25 kilos, well, probably more of fat because I did build quite a bit of muscle during my journey, but point is I lost I lost some weight, right? And the last bit of weight that I did lose took about a year to lose. It was I think 10 kilos. And it was the time that I knew what I was doing the most, so I could have lost it in less. But because I knew that if I tried doing that, my mental health and gym performance both would have suffered. 
I was more than happy to go to the gym, but I knew that any major nutrition shifts would make me feel bleh. <laughs> so I made very small, almost unnoticeable changes and let it take longer. These decisions were made due to how I value and prioritize my mental health and my need to promote a healthier relationship with food for myself and knowing that any extreme approaches would have served neither of these things. Another decision I made is while I understood that steady state cardio for 20 to 30 minutes several times a week might have been optimal for my progress, it wasn't something I was willing to do. And I'm still not too willing to do it for my current cut phase because, oh my God, steady state cardio is boring and we all know it, okay? This time around, I am doing a little more cardio, but I'm still not really doing exactly what I know I should do because I know that if I keep trying to force being 100% all the time, I will lose my mind. Listen, I don't like steady state cardio. I like more explosive cardio and, you know, more fast-paced, harder cardio for sure, for shorter bursts of time. And when the goal is weight loss, that is not optimal. When the goal is fat loss, it's not optimal to do that. It's, it's more optimal to focus on slower, steady-state cardio. And we can talk about the whole reason of why that is on a separate episode. But just knowing this is enough for the sake of this episode. So although it's not optimal, I, however, would rather do something that is 90% rather than not do it at all because I know for a fact that if I try to follow a training protocol that I absolutely hate, I will stop showing up. I value progress over perfection and that is how that value affects my health journey. And so knowing my values and knowing how my health journey would be affected by these values meant I could be more honest with myself and what I was willing to do and how that would affect my timeline rather than later being frustrated with myself. So it's important to find that balance, which is coincidentally another value of mine. So speaking of which, I think it's so important to have a balance that makes sense to us. There's a balance to be found between treat yourself and super rigid, unforgiving discipline. I've noticed such extremes in everything in some online cultures and even heard a similar sentiment shared by the author of Working Hard, Hardly Working. In the context she shared, it was more around the extreme hustle culture versus extreme self-care culture online. And she also said something very interesting that went along the lines of sometimes getting the work done is the self-care you need. She talked about how bubble baths and face masks aren't the only form of self-care, but maybe you need to do the work now so you're not stressed about that deadline later. In a similar way, sometimes sticking to your nutrition guidelines is exactly the kind of self-love and self-care that you need right now, not that indulgent meal. It's not all quote-unquote treat yourself all the time, but it's not all rigid discipline either. You need to find that balance for yourself based on what you value. So going back to the value of progress over perfection, which is interestingly a form of balance in and of itself, but One extreme would be I could decide that I will drop cardio altogether or hell, I could drop going to the gym altogether. And the other extreme would be to try really hard to be as optimal and 100% all the time with my cardio and with everything in a way that makes me hate my training and dread showing up. Instead, I will consider my values and I will consider how important my goals are to me. And also another value would be is that I value my health, I value my ability to sleep at night properly, which has actually been shown to be linked to um, cardio and zone two cardio more specifically. It has been shown to kind of possibly improve sleep quality. And I just value a well-rounded athletic ability in general. 
So considering all of that, I will come to a compromise and find balance by deciding that I will do more explosive or harder cardio at the end of you know, most of my, my sessions that I will do cardio on, but I will do steady state cardio still once or twice a week. That is a more balanced approach than resolving to either extreme, either doing it all in the way that I don't enjoy or doing none of it, which knowing myself will likely be the outcome of trying to do so much of something I hate. And that's another thing you can do. Identify how your values may give you a good reason to do some of the things you might not really want to do. You might not love having to move your body at all. I know some people just don't enjoy any form of exercise, but they value longevity and being able to play with their kids and even their grandkids. And so that becomes a motivator for them to exercise at all. Maybe it's not perfect how they do it. Maybe only training 20 minutes for three days a week isn't optimal, but they do their best with what they can now. And maybe they can progress and improve over time. It does not have to be all or nothing, but it's important to identify our goals, how important they are to us, how committed we are to them, and what we are and are not willing to do for them. Because you will have to do something, you know, it won't just happen, whatever it is, health goal or otherwise, some action needs to be taken. You, you need to be making choices, you need to be saying yes to some things and no to other things. So if you set a goal for yourself and you value that goal, and it is something you really want, and it is something that is important to you, you will need to put in the work. You will sometimes need to sacrifice some things to get that goal, whether it be putting in extra work, extra effort, extra time, whatever it is. Maybe it's saying no to some things like certain indulgences or cravings or whatever. When we want something, we work for it. When we really, really want something, when it matters to us, we make the time for it. We make it happen one way or another. We do our best. But if every single week you are making a promise to yourself and then breaking that promise, that is a form of disrespect to yourself. And that is a way for you to disrespect your values. And therefore, they're no longer really values. One of the definitions of values is their principles or standards that you live by that define what is important to you. And by definition, that is no longer a value if you are constantly choosing not to prioritize it and choosing to ignore it. I heard something on, I don't remember where I heard it. I think it was another podcast episode or something where someone said that if they said they were talking about standards, but I think standards and values are quite similar. And they said that if it's optional, then it's not a standard. It, it's optional, right? It was something to that effect. And, I, and it, it applies here, right? So let's tackle nutrition, for example. Say you want to lose a little bit of weight so you can be able to move better and not depend on others when you're a little older because you value independence and overall health and well-being. One of the things that would translate to is more conscious nutrition consisting of healthy, balanced meals most of the time. Say you have four meals a day, so that's 28 meals a week, right? And you can have 25 really healthy, balanced meals and two little treats here and there. In the big picture, two treats are not the end of the world. And it's a way that you've found balance. But if you decide every single day to eat way over your calorie needs, eat a lot of processed food and so on, then that is not actually you valuing your health and your mobility or independence. On the other hand, remember, I'm not encouraging you to be super strict with yourself in a way that makes you hate the journey. Instead, I suggest that you find attainable goals to set, something that is realistic, and start small. Make small changes and habits that make sense to you. Set boundaries with yourself and others around your health goals. 
If it's important to you to reach your calorie goals and be more efficient with your weight loss, but you care about going to family dinners, then fine. Maybe you pack your own meals to take with you or at least take a salad with you to consume before the meal. Yes, I have done that multiple times. Or maybe you eat a salad at home to fill you a little bit before you go out to dinner with friends, which is actually also something I do. I think it's a good balance so that I don't overconsume calories when I'm out because I personally need more volume in my food. And usually I don't see the point in ordering a salad with my meal. It's usually also high in calories because they trench it in dressing and it costs as much as a second meal for some lettuce and extra veg. So (laughs) if you value your energy, maybe you promised yourself you'd keep a consistent bed schedule, sleep schedule. So maybe you don't cave in and join that 12 a.m. night out every week. I know people who think any of that is a little extreme or they think it's silly so it doesn't work for them. But again, we all have different values, goals, and timelines So it's very individual. Maybe to them, sacrificing a little bit of their progress or how quickly they achieve their goals is worth it. Maybe they're the life is too short type. We're all entitled to different values and priorities. That's fine. But that's where identifying what we are and are not willing to do comes into play. And that's how we can be honest with ourselves and eliminate some of that frustration when setting timelines for our goals. Whatever you choose to do, however you choose to approach your health journey, Remember that if you fall off every now and then, you don't have to beat yourself up for it. There is no point in chastising yourself or torturing yourself over something like a little stumble in your plan or in your protocol. Instead, the most beneficial thing to do would be to learn from whatever setback you have. If you're starting your own health journey and want more one-on-one hands-on help with it, I've actually just officially launched my one-on-one online health coaching packages, meaning they're available wherever you are in the world, which is really fun. And to celebrate the launch, all the packages are discounted until September 15th, uh, 2023. But before committing to anything, you can book a free consultation call and get more information by visiting hanamarae.com forward slash wellness. So that is H-A-N-A-M-A-R-E-I.com forward slash wellness. And click the book a consultation button and you can just fill in the form and we can get on a call. Again, the consultation is completely free. I'll leave the link in the description or in the show notes if you are interested. And if you want a deeper dive into values, episode one of the podcast is titled Know Your Values. So you can give that a listen if that's something you're interested in. But anyway, today's episode is ending with a journal prompt or several technically and also throwing in a bonus affirmation because we've not done any in a while. They've been mostly journal prompts. So here it is. For the journal, how could my values and priorities influence my health journey? What am I willing and not willing to do for my health journey? How could that affect my timeline so that I am not setting unrealistic goals and deadlines? How can I find balance in my health journey in a way that makes sense to me? And now the affirmation, I'll say it once a little faster and then I'll slow down if you want to repeat. So it is, I honor the promises I make to myself. I trust my values to guide me to find balance. I understand that my journey to become healthier and happier may not look the same as someone else. Okay, so it is. I honor the promises I make to myself. I trust my values to guide me to find balance. I understand that my journey 
to becoming healthier and happier may not look the same as someone else. And that's it for this week's episode. If you're enjoying the podcast, I'd really appreciate it if you left a rating and review and follow the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. You can find me on TikTok, Instagram, on and YouTube with more wellness content all under the name Hana Marai. So that's H-A-N-A-M-A-R, the number three, and then an I. H-A-N-A-M-A-R, three I. Anyway, I'll see you in the next episode. And till then, sending you lots of love and light.